Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the Gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Of my 
lost my faith. Most of all, the most important thing is I never lost my faith. Hallelujah. Yeah. One time, Jesus Christ prayed for Peter. He said, Satan has desired to sift you like wheat. But I prayed for you. Hallelujah. That you will not lose your faith. I tell you. You know, this morning we are having a, a Thanksgiving service for one of our dear sisters, Mary Alice. The family is here. I'm sure it's very tragic. It's very difficult. She lost her father. I mean, somebody lost her husband. Somebody lost a brother. Somebody lost an uncle. But I want to say that you will not lose your faith. I prayed for you. You will not lose your faith. It may be a difficult time, but you will not lose your faith. The God of heaven, he will keep you. Hallelujah. Yeah. You may have lost a father, but the Bible says that our father, which is in heaven, there's a father in heaven who will take care of us. So most of all, we will not lose our faith. Amen. Wonderful. Come, let me pray over the offering. Father, we thank you for this offering. We bless it in Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful. Most of all, I never lost my faith. Hallelujah. All right. Holy Spirit, we thank you for this afternoon. We thank you for the entrance of your word. May you be the teacher. May you teach us into all truth. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I wasn't here last week, and I heard you guys had a powerful service. Some people even sent me a test message as to stop preaching. Because the preacher last week was more powerful than me. That's what I was told, but I carry the oil. <laughs> the unction is upon me. Amen. Let's memorize some scriptures and get into today's word. Today's a Thanksgiving service. First Timothy chapter 1, verse 19. Our memory verse for this, this Sunday morning. We must understand scriptures. First Timothy chapter 1, verse 19. One, two, go. First Timothy 1, 19. Holding faith and a good conscience, which some haven't put away concerning faith, have made shipwreck. First Timothy 1, 19. Again. Hallelujah. Holding faith and a good conscience, 
which some having put away concerning faith have made shipwreck. First Timothy one nineteen. One more time. Holding faith and a good conscience, which some have put away concerning faith, have made shipwreck. First Timothy one nineteen. It's a very simple verse to memorize. I was t- teaching them in the all nation service. About say you hold. You see, you have two hands holding faith, and the other hand holds what. So always think about this verse this way: holding faith and good conscience. Okay, one hand is holding faith, another one is holding good conscience. When you think it that way, you can memorize the verse: holding faith and good. Conscience. Which some have put out. So let's do the first part: holding faith and a good conscience. I go. Let's go. You have to demonstrate it. Again. Last time. Okay, then the second part says that which some having put away concerning faith have made shipwreck. Which some having put away concerning faith had made shipwreck. Let's say the second part again. Again. Last time. So let's say the whole thing again. First Timothy one nineteen. Okay, take it off the screen. Go. Put your hands together for yourself. <laughs> That's impressive. Hallelujah. Yeah. May you not make shipwreck of your faith. This one I was teaching about backsliding. I hope the message was recorded. Listen to this message. I'm talking about backsliding so that you don't make a shipwreck of your faith. Okay, go to the podcast. I'm still on, my podcast is still there, right? It's still alive. So go to my podcast site and listen to it. Hallelujah. Because it will be of no use being a Christian who doesn't make it to heaven. Don't be a Christian who doesn't make If you're a Christian, your goal should be that you should go to heaven. Hallelujah. So I was teaching about backsliding, what will take you back and make your situation worse. Amen. But um, today, for this family service, I'm just going to ask a few questions and then I'll preach based on your answers. What a shock. How many here have been in this church for more than 10 years? Please lift up your hand. You've been a member of this church for more than 10 years. No, just show my hand. More than 10 years. I see. I'm, I'm talking about this, this branch. More than 10 years. Wow, Lighthouse, more than 10 years. Okay. How many been members for more than five years? Five years. So those who are five years and 10 years, lift up your hand. I see. Okay, what about two years? So, two, five, ten. You are, you, are, you, are, you are being a member for this church for more than two years. I mean, simple English. It means if you have been here for three years, you qualify. That's what I mean. More than two years. I want to see. By hand. Okay. Those who have been members here for more than a year. One year and above. One year and above. You're not lifting up your hand. One year and above. I see. One year and more. One year and more. Wow. Okay. Then listen to my message carefully. You know, if you're going to be in a place for a long time, or if you're going to be in any place for a certain amount of time, then it should be one of your aims to enjoy the place. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's no point being in a place for a long time only to endure it. You must enjoy it. Why, why be in a place for a long time if you're not going to enjoy it? Hallelujah. And if you are being in a place for more than a year, it's long enough. You must begin to enjoy it. Hallelujah. That is why you, you are meant to enjoy your marriage, not endure it. 
Because it's a long-term journey. Hallelujah. So, if you people are telling me that some of you have been here for 10 years, 5 years, 2 years, it's long enough. It means that you are a long-term member of this church. And therefore, it should be your aim to enjoy life in the church. Are you hearing me? And so, I'm going to teach you, or teach all of us, by the grace of God, enjoying life in the church. Is it a good message? I'm blessed already. Enjoying life in the church. The church is meant to be enjoyed. Hallelujah. You know, but like anything that you have to enjoy, there are do's and don'ts. There are do's and don'ts. Hallelujah. If you are sharing a room with somebody to enjoy the room, there must be do's and don'ts. When you have a roommate, for you to enjoy the and, and the do's and don'ts, don't leave your towel in the bed. Or, huh? if you cook, wash the sink, wash the dishes. What did he say? No, what? No visitors late night. If you are my roommate, nobody should visit our apartment. Because I want to enjoy the place. So let's be do's and don'ts. If you cook, Wash the dishes. You t- look. When you open the fridge and I have a label on the plate, it means don't touch. <laughs> do's and don'ts. They are do's and don'ts. We rotate this week. I clean the bathroom. Next week, you clean the bathroom. Let's agree that once a week we will clean the bathroom. It's not that I'm living with you, then I'm cleaning the bathroom all the time. And you don't clean. So there are do's and don'ts. Amen. In the same way, for us to enjoy our life in the church, there are some Christian do's. And in church, I'm talking about church globally. I'm also talking about church locally. There are some Christian do's and don'ts that will make us enjoy the, our life in the church. Amen. Are you ready to listen to the do's and the don'ts? All right, we'll get there. But there's a very, let me begin by showing you that look. Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. Enjoying life in the church. I hope you like the message. Genesis 2, 18. What does it say? And the Lord God said, it is no good. It is not good. It is not good. God said, it is not good. It's not good. The preaching is over. God said, listen, Daniel, God said, it is not good. It's not a good thing. It says, it is not good that a man should be alone. It is not good. (laughs) I I can finish my message. God is saying, it is not good. (laughs) I can take my offering. It's not good. Listen. God, God created the heavens and the earth. He said the elephant is good. The crocodile is good. The alligator is good. Even the snake is good. But one thing God said, it is not good. It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. So if there's a brother sitting by you who doesn't have to help me, tell him, it is not good. <laughs> I say, if there's a brother, just tell him, it is not good. <laughs> I 
You told him, tell him. It is not good. Why are you hiding? It's not good. <laughs> if you want to enjoy your life in the church, then it is not good. It is not good. Hallelujah. And I'm talking about, you know, it's like the guy who made Mercedes Benz. He comes to look at the Benz. And then as he starts the Benz, maybe he hears some smoke from the engine. He says, no, it's not good. This, the smoke is not good. I have to do something about it. It's not good. Turn it off. Have to do it's not good because I made the car. And this is not how I intended it for it to be. So it's not good. Hallelujah. And I think you have to take him serious. The guy who made the car is saying that the way the engine is sounding is if God is your maker, the one who made you the man, I can close. <laughs> yeah. All that I'm trying to tell you this morning that God hates loneliness. God hates loneliness. I once I was sharing this verse to somebody said it is not good for a woman to be alone. It's not good for a man to be alone. So I can be <laughs> a man to be alone. There's no verse that says it's not good for a woman to be alone. So I can be But it is not good for a man. So I agree with you. But you know what? Is there what? I said, you ever? I said, the Bible said, when a man has found a wife, he's a good, he has found a good thing. <laughs> found a wife, he has found a good thing. So until you, are, until you are a wife, you are not yet. Am I preaching to you? I want you to ask uh, sister by you who is not married yet. Tell him, sister. <laughs> I said, the sister who is not my sister, say, tell sister, I am not saying, but according <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, God hates loneliness. Let me preach. Amen. You know, it's not good. You know, we have, you see, God hates loneliness. We have a natural family and a spiritual family. Who has a sister or brother in the church right now? Oh, you and your sister. Uh, Boo-boo hiding. You are brothers. So, so biologically, you are, you are natural brothers. You are also spiritual brothers because he's born again. And the spiritual family. Amen. And the natural, after eternity, if your brother or your sister or your mother is not born again, you don't see him again. Natural family only remains on earth. But the spiritual family is for earth. And in heaven. Oh, your cousin is not born again. You see him in heaven. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Relationships are valuable. So we have to treasure it. Amen. I said treasure it. Yeah. And marriage. This, it is not good. Relationship. It's a natural relationship. No, 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 no. It's, marriage is not, a, it's not meant in heaven. It's a relationship we are supposed to enjoy. On. Yeah. That is why the brothers who are you have only one chance on earth to marry. There's no marriage in heaven. Enjoyment is in it. You get your part. <laughs> I, 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 we are married. We have a natural relationship which is marriage. Do you understand what I'm saying? As a sister, not as a wife. But once I'm on it, I must get all the, including the anointings. Some of you were not at yesterday. Matthew chapter 22, verse 23. Let's look at Matthew 22, 23. Same day came to him the Sadducees, which said that there is no resurrection, and asked him, Moses said, if a man die, and having no children, seed unto him. This was the law of Moses. If you marry, and you die, 
and raise our children with them. That was the law. There were with us seven brethren, no issue, left his wife unto his brother. Foolish question. <laughs> Who already five men have married members have died? Will you go? <laughs> This woman, every man that he marries dies. What is and and then and, and they said, and the life for in the resurrection, which is heaven, in the resurrection, whose wife shall he be of this hair? For they, they, for they all had hair. Go back. For they all had they all seven children, seven husbands. And then everybody dies. So in heaven, whose wife is, is she? Is it the last one? Huh? Or is it the one that she loves? She said, Jesus answered and said unto them, in the scriptures, you don't know the Bible. You see, the way you, the, the, for you to ask this question, it means you, you don't even understand the Bible. No, the person, or in, for in the resurrection, they neither marry. Angels of God in heaven, no marriage. Marriage is only for earth. <laughs> if the, what, the, what, the, what the Bible said if there is any enjoyment in marriage I'm telling them I should tell this one <laughs> Marina Hallelujah Marry now Whose husband? Jesus said that. And we'll be like the angels. Her breast will not move me anymore. So I'll see her say, Angel Elaine, Angel Charles. <laughs> <laughs> and Angel Charles. That's it. I'm preaching to you. Look. Now. Say, enjoy it now. Enjoying your life in the church. Hallelujah. Let us value relationships. Hallelujah. Yeah? When you are young, you value your achievements. You treasure your achieve achievement. But when you grow, you find that relationships are more important. Yeah. I'm still, you find that relation. That is why be careful not to destroy relationships. Because when you grow, you find that it's one of the most important things that will ever come to you. Relationships. People you relate with. <laughs> Hallelujah. So let us enjoy our relationships. Amen. The Lost Boys of Sudan. I don't know what I have that before. The Lost Boys of Sudan. Wait. Who has heard of it? Yeah, you know, yeah. So there's a movie called The Lost Boys. I think they were escaping from Sudan as during the war in southern Sudan. They were running away. An inscription, which is actually a Zambian proverb, it's a, it's a, it's run alone. If you want, if you want to run far, run together. Somebody hear me? If your aim is to go very fast, you can go alone. Let me tell you something. If you want to run far, if you want to achieve more, learn to. If you want to run alone. If you want to go fast. Because see, you can go fast, but you can't go far. If you want to go far, learn to run together. Yeah. That's what I say. That is why you must treasure relationships. You must value relationships. You must appreciate people that comes your way. Because at the end, if you want to do well in life, you must learn to run together. You want to run fast? Run alone. Run far, run together. Because when you run together, you see, when you run together, you may not necessarily run fast because there are limitations. You have to hold somebody. But the advantage is that when you are weak, somebody will lift you up. Somebody will push you. Somebody will carry you. You will go far. <laughs> Hallelujah. So those of us who have this attitude, I don't need you. You don't need me. I don't need you. I don't care about you. I don't care squat. I can do it by myself. You are a child. You don't know. You need me 
now, you need me tomorrow. You even need me when you die. Because when you die, somebody has to carry you to the grave. <laughs> if you don't need me the day you die, carry yourself to your grave. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, you need me. I said, tell your neighbor, you need me. <laughs> yeah, you need me. Hallelujah. So, life is about, look, look, let me tell you something. Life is life, okay? It's about learning to live together. Hallelujah. The whole life, the whole purpose of life is about learning to live together. Yeah. Some people, even, even the person who, who irritates you, God allows it. Because you need that person who irritates you so that he will teach you patience. Otherwise, how will you learn patience if this person well, doesn't have, somebody has to come your way to annoy you to learn? So, so even the person who annoys you, he's of benefit to you. At least he will help you to learn patience. <laughs> and the one who offends you, you need him in your life because he will help you to learn forgiveness. Hallelujah. So you guys don't need anybody. You need. Always. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's why you must learn to live with people. Look, you're not going to advance or do well in life when you don't, learn, you don't know how to live with people. If you want to run far, run together. I say, if you want to run far, run together. Hallelujah. And the Christian walk is a journey. The Christian walk is a long journey. We are walking on a narrow road. The Christian walk is not it's not a 100-meter dash. It's a marathon. That is why we must learn to run together. Hallelujah. Anybody? Oh. I said, say, even the person who annoys you, you need him. Because otherwise, how will you learn patience? Yeah. I, I, I once heard one man of God say that, God gives you the wife you need, not the wife you want. <laughs> you haven't thought about it. He said, God gives you the spouse you need, not the one you want. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, my wife. That's the one you need. That's the one you need. <laughs> That's the one you need. I mean, the way you are high and mighty, that's why God gives you a man who will humble you so that you will learn. <laughs> I'm preaching. Because if God had not given you that husband who said, sit down. <laughs> it's deep. Because let alone, you will have just become a peacock. So God will give you a man who will say, Charlie, sit down here. You know, after two years of marriage, you will humble you so that you will get the grace of humility. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He gives you the wife you need, not the one you want. That's why God who gave you that wife. She will give you a wife. When everybody praises you, she say, come here, come here. <laughs> Come here, come here. You are not as great as they think. They don't know you. I know you. I know you. You are not as great as they I know you. Indeed. <laughs> you know, by the time you are going to bed, you are all your ego has been bloated. You know that, huh? Somebody's put you in check. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's all good. Amen. I said amen. Yeah. So what I want to share with you is that you are not in this church by accident. You are not in this church or in this, you are not in this fellowship by accident. The Bible said that the steps of the righteous man, they are what? The steps of the righteous man, they are what? The steps of, they are ordered by what? So if you are here, God had, might have ordered your steps here. And therefore, if God ordered your steps here, 
then you must learn to enjoy life in the church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, some of you wives, you deserve the husband you got to. Some of you wives, you deserve the guy 100%. Because I've been watching you. The way you want to command everybody around. So God gives you an uncommandable husband. <laughs> it's not nice. It's not what you want. It's not what you need. <laughs> so that after you have thrown your weight all around in town, when you come, sit down. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wonderful. So that's what God does. You know, so if we are here by the grace of God, then God, also wants, to, God wants us to enjoy our life in the church. Hallelujah. And therefore, you must learn to enjoy your relationship with one another in the church. And like I said, anything that you need to enjoy, there are some do's and don'ts. So I'm going to share with us some Christians' do's and don'ts. Is it a good message? So we can enjoy each other. So we can enjoy each other. Yeah. You see, when you read the Bible, the phrase one another, when you read the Bible, the phrase one another, one another, it occurs a lot in the New Testament. One another. Do this one another. Don't do this one another. It's a very common phrase in the New Testament. Hallelujah. Yeah. So those, those are the do's and don'ts. If I saw the one another, if, if I tell you, I don't know whether we can even practice them in the church. But it's in the Bible. You'll be surprised in the Bible. Yeah. Remember, what, do you know that it's in the Bible that you should, you should kiss one another? Do you know that you should kiss one another? With what? So what is the holy, what is the holy, what is the holy, what is the holy kiss? What's on the holy kiss? Come and which one, which kiss is holy? <laughs> huh? Which one is holy and which one is unholy? Huh? Come, come, which one is holy? The one on the cheek is holy. And the one on the mouth is unholy. Is that what you are saying? <laughs> you are saying that the kiss on the cheek is holy. You, you, you are trying to tell me. The said, you are saying that with the holy kiss. And I'm saying that which kiss is holy? Which one is holy? So one on the cheek is holy. And the one on the mouth is what? So it means that you mean that every time David kiss Nicola is an unholy kiss. <laughs> Over righteous brother. It's in the Bible. You know it's in the Bible? Look, I can show you. Second Corinthians 13, 2. It's not even, it's not even once, a lot. Second Corinthians 13, 2. Greet one another with the holy kiss. We have to start practicing. What do you think? <laughs> I think we should start practicing. <laughs> As you tell him. It's in the Bible. It said, greet, greet what? Say greet what? I said, greet what? It is your wife or your husband. Greet one another. We should start practicing Abeko. <laughs> yeah. Look. In fact, Romans 16 16. Romans 16 16. Salute one another with what? Some brothers don't mind this commandment from the church at all. <laughs> First Corinthians 16 20. First Corinthians 16 20. All the brethren greet you. Greet ye one another. With what? With what? It's Bible. I say it's Bible. 
Thief is noisy. You. It's in the Bible. I'm, but I'm not talking about the holy kiss. So those of you who think I'm going to, we are going to practice it, I don't have the anointing to practice it yet. So. <laughs> those of you who are that, oh, Reverend, maybe you should practice. No, I don't have the anointing yet. I need more revelation and anointing to start practice so that I can, I can institute this in the church, but not, not yet. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I'm not talking about the holy kiss, but I'm talking about some other one and others. Amen. Maybe the day we get revelation about holy kiss, we'll teach it. Some, some of you brothers are, I love this church, man. I love this church. <laughs> but I don't have, a, I don't, I don't have a, the revelation for it yet. So I'm, 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 not, I'm, not, I'm not asking you to practice it. I'm just asking you what, what I have revelation for now. But it's in the Bible anyway. Amen. Some do's and don'ts I want us to know. Then we'll close for today. The first thing I want us, the Bible said that, look, if we want to enjoy life in the church, if we want to enjoy one another, then we must learn to share our feelings one with another. Write it down. Share your feelings with one another. And be honest with one another. And be honest. Share your feelings and be honest with one another. 1 John 1, 7. What, he, was, he was writing to Christians. 1 John is to Christians. He said, but if we, we have fellowship one with another. We have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we walk in the light, as he is in the light, then we have fellowship one with another. Yeah. Christianity, Christianity, okay, Christianity is believing in God and belonging to one another. Oh, it's a good place to clap. You cannot say I am a good Christian by only believing in God, but you don't belong to one another. It is believing and belonging. I'm preaching to you. Because all along, you think you are on an island. Oh, I, I believe in God. No, you must believe in God. But you must belong to one another. If we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. Hallelujah. So it is believing and belonging. Tell your neighbor, believing and belonging. Say, believing and belonging. I believe, I believe in God. But I belong to you. It says fellowship. fellowship. Fellowship means that fellows. We are together. Fellowship. In fact, verse 8 says, what does verse 8 say? The next verse. If we say they talk about sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But verse 8 says, if we walk in the light, Go back to say, if we walk in the light, we walk, the, the, another one for the light is truth. If we say we are really true Christians, if we say we are genuine Christians, then two things is required of us. One, we must believe in God. We also belong to each other. If you are a true Christian, so if you are a Christian who says, ask for me, I only believe in God, but you don't love one another, you don't fellowship with one another, your Christianity is in doubt. I question your Christianity. For if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, hallelujah, tell him, I love you. Say, I love you. I belong to you. In fact, you can even demonstrate your love to the neighbor by giving your neighbor $5. Give your neighbor $5. <laughs> Say, I love you. I'm giving five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
you. So, so, some women are collecting their husband's wallet. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Our fellowship is with one another. Amen. So, 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 let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. So, you know, there should be no Christian. There should be no member of this church who is also born again that you say, I can't stand him. I'm preaching. I mean, I can't stand her. I can't stand her. I can't stand her. See, her, her, her very presence just... Anyone, James says anyone who says he loves God that he cannot see and hates his brother that he can see. The love of God is not in him. He's a liar. That's why you cannot there shouldn't be anybody in this church that you can't stand. I'm preaching to you. I can't stand her. I just don't can't stand her. To the point that even when you are laughing and you are happy and the person comes around, your mood changes. Our fellowship is with one another. If you are in the light, if you see, that's what they say. If we say, if we walk in the light, so the reason why you can't stand a Christian brother is because you are not in the light. I'm preaching to you. stand him. Rap, I'm being honest. I'm being myself. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I, 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 I have no problem with the church. I have no problem with us pastors. And Reverend, I love you. Reverend, you know what? I love your preaching. Reverend, I love your preaching. But that lady, I can't. <laughs> If you walk in the light, then your fellowship. Hallelujah. Yeah. Is somebody hearing me? Yeah. I'm preaching to you. There should be nobody in this church that you can't stand. I'm saying, I can't tolerate her. I can't tolerate her. I've had enough. I'm up to my here with her. You are up to here with her. You are up to your here with her. Then the Lord Jesus Christ is also up to here with you. <laughs> Our fellowship. If we walk in the light. Hallelujah. Short, short message. And the Bible says, see, listen. Our fellowship is in the light. Okay? If we walk in the light. As he's in the light. So we are supposed to have fellowship in the light. Amen. It means that, it means that, are you hearing me, ladies and gentlemen, are you hearing me? It means that our relationship, our fellowship should be plain and honest, nothing hidden. It is a light relationship. If it is a light relationship, which is plain and honest, then, then, then it means that you should not smile at me like this and then spite my back, you're a hypocrite. That's not light. That's not light. I'm preaching to you because I want you to enjoy your life. It means that light means plain. The reason why I can see your face. Let me stand up here. You stand up. I can see that you are pregnant because light is shining on you. If you go and stand in the darkness, I can't see. But now I can see you're pregnant, your stomach, you are looking very cute. Yeah. 
<laughs> because the light is shining on you. But if you have to go to that corner in darkness, I can't see. Is that Lydia? You know, so light means plain. So if our fellowship is in the light, then we must be plain with one another. Don't smile at me like hey, then when I turn around, no. <laughs> our fellowship is in the light. Yeah. It means we need to be frank and honest with one another. That's why we are not enjoying life in the church. You see, one reason why we are not happy in the church is because we are not frank. And we are not honest. Yeah. So, what you see, when it is in the light, you see, in the light means that if I do something to you that you don't like, tell me in my face. I beg you. <laughs> Please tell me in my face. That's light. I'm pre- I'm, keep it real. Tell me in my face. Don't, don't, don't look at me and smile me while you don't like what I did to you. You should say, look, listen, 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 listen. Look, you're my brother and my sister, but look, the last time they only spoke, I didn't like it. Yes, I didn't like it. Look, in fact, the last time, the way, the last time, honestly, the way they come, I, I, I didn't like it. I was very hurt. And I'm being honest with you. I just want to know that you, you hurt me. I'll be honest. You hurt me. The way you took the composition, even, you, 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 I, mean, I mean, listen, even what you were saying about me, you were just accusing me. Honestly, I, I wasn't happy. I was hurt. I'm hurt. But, I, but, I've, learned to, but I've learned to overcome it. Don't, don't say that nothing happened. It happened. It happened. I didn't like it. It happened. I just didn't like it. But I've learned to forgive. Honest. Yeah. That's how I enjoy it. Reverend, Reverend. You know what? Honestly, I don't like the way you preach. You preach too long. You can say that. After you say that, I'll cast the demon out of you. Then I'll say. <laughs> I'll cast the demon out of you first, then I'll still love you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Be frank, be honest. I'm enjoying the church. Tell the truth in the face. You see, I don't like it. You hate me, I don't like it. If someone is your friend, you see, honest, be honest. Listen, be honest. You know? I mean, your husband, she will tell your husband, honey. You know, I think your mouth smells a little bit. <laughs> so when we go, the person's mouth smells, you will say. So we're a little less friend. Be honest. Life in the church. Amen. If somebody is your friend, I'm talking about honest. The person said, our fellowship is in the light. Don't, if somebody hates you, tell the person. Tell the person. Don't, 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 don't just. And then you turn around. Say, can you believe what she did to me? Can you believe what she did to me? I thought we were friends. I'm telling you, this is the last time I will open myself to her. She's so me. Then next time when you see me, is everything okay? No. Why, why don't you tell the person that listen to me? This is not your day. I don't like it. It must be in the light. If I say I like it, I'm lying. And, 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 and let's sort it out and move on. Don't carry any baggage. Learn to forgive. Talk face to face and forgive. If we, I'm preaching to you. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, then it means if somebody is your friend and is doing something that is not good, you should tell him, look, look. I got Rose. You are my friend. But listen, this boy that you are going at is not nice. You are a Christian. Hey, sister, you are a Christian. We all go to church. But I don't like the way this boy comes to our house tonight. I think it's wrong. Don't say that, well, I mean, I don't want to spoil our friendship. It is my personal business. If I say she'll be annoyed with me, no, 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 no. If you walk in the light and your friend is doing something that's no good, please tell her in a friendly manner. I draw rules, you are my friend. But this boy, it is wrong. 
church is quiet. I'm preaching to you. Is somebody hearing me? If somebody is your friend, light. You should be able to tell everyone, look, you are my friend, Charlie, you are my friend. I mean, you are my friend. I mean, look, Charlie, you are my friend. But the way you are treating your wife is no good. But honestly, 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 I think you have been too mean to your wife. Don't come and say that, well, it's your personal marriage business. I don't want to get into it. If the person is your friend, our fellowship is in the light. Be able to say, look, I think you are not treating your wife well. And let it end there. If it's a true friend. If it's a true friend. If it's a true friend. Then let it end there. But don't just say that, oh, it's your personal. And then later when something happens, oh, well, I knew it all along. No, you were a bad friend. Sell the person before they get, they get into trouble. You are a hypocrite. I'm preaching is somebody hearing me? Yeah. If a person is your friend, how many is your friend? Say, look, you are my friend. By the way, you are my friend. By the way, you criticize the pastors is not good. I, I, I don't agree. I don't agree. Reverend says he's a good preacher. You like talking to me. You are my friend. But you, but a person. Ah. It's not good. Somebody is your friend. Hallelujah. If the person is your friend and if you wear a certain dress, you say, hey! Sissy, come. Sissy, as for this, your dress, in fact, it is nice for the bedroom but not for the church. Ah, we are going to church. <laughs> That's it. You should have told her, Sissy, mm. this, the way your breast is showing is not nice. You can work in the house on the bedroom but not for church. She able to tell her sister in the choir. Honestly, you sang very well, but the way your skirt was showing, I don't think you have to wear this again. <laughs> if the person is your friend, and your fellowship is in the light, I don't think correcting a friend is gossip. And it's not criticism. You see, the fellowship must be in the light. Just genuine. Tell the person in their face. And let it end there. Somebody hates you, speak the truth. Amen. You see, but the reason why we don't enjoy our life in the church is that we don't tell the truth. You are not playing. So you carry the... You see, that hypocrisy of smiling like this and stabbing, it's, it's, it's not light. Or somebody has hurt you and you bear the grudge, it's not light. Just tell the person, look, Steve, Charlie, last time I was you, I don't like you. So what would I do? So Charlie, I beg you. Okay, Charlie, I'm sorry. End of story. End of story. We have not given the devil an advantage by being in light so we can move on. <laughs> Hallelujah. May we walk in the light. As he is in the light. Yeah. Listen. The Bible said that it's the little foxes. The little foxes. That spoil what? I say the little foxes that do what? Spoil the vine. Let us learn to deal with this. this are the little, you see, they're not big things, but we don't deal with them. Yeah. yeah. We have, you have, look, let's be honest. Honest. Charlie, you owe me $200. Be honest. You said you're going to pay me. Two weeks, you haven't come with the money. I beg you. I need the money. If you need the money, just say, no, don't, don't. Reverend, Reverend, last week. What? Reverend, I've that brother there. He owes me. I am not an arbitrator. It's between you and him. Go and tell him. <laughs> If we walk in the light, may our fellowship be in the light. I say, may our fellowship be in the light. As he's in the light. As he's in the light. As he's in the light. No pretense. No pretense. 
Because it's the little foxes. You keep on harboring things. You keep on harboring things. You are not playing. Oh, look, our fellowship should be in the light. I must know where you stay. If you are my friend, I must know where you stay and what you do. Some of us are like onions. As Bishop says, onions. You know what an onion looks like? An onion is in layers. You have, it's like, before you can get something from that person, you have to peel the person layer by layer. <laughs> the person is never straightforward. Everything, everything about the person is parables. <laughs> you are not, <laughs> Yeah. Can't figure you out. But we are, you see, tell your person, tell your friend, I don't want an onion friend. Say, I don't want an onion friend. I want to know you as who you are. That's all. Our fellowship is in the light. Amen. Wonderful. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Please stand up for a short prayer, then we'll continue. Please stand up to your feet. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. I need you. Yes, Lord. You need me. We're all a part of God's body. Stand with me. Yes, Lord. Agree with me. We're Neighbor's hand and sing this song. Find somebody to hold the hand and sing, my God. That's Lord. I need you. Sing to the person. You need me. Yes, Lord. We're all about Church, yes, Lord, you are important to me. I need you to survive. Thank you, never say, I need you. I need you. Say, thank you, say, I need you. You need me. Tell the person, be plain with me, be honest with me. If I do something you don't like. Please tell me in my face. And let's get over it. Put your hands together for the Lord and be seated. Take your seat. We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapesandpublications at yahoo.com.